0: Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives. This is an up-close look at the students, faculty, and administrators who make your College unique. This week's show shines a spotlight on the programs and people here at YCP. This week's host is Jeffrey Schiffman. Welcome to WVYC's Perspectives, and today we are going to be talking with Josh Landa. Uh, Josh is the Associate Provost for Student Success here at York College. Josh, thank you very much. Appreciate you being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Uh, let's talk about your trip that got you to your uh, college, as a, uh, first as a professor. So what what's your area of expertise?
1: Uh, a cognitive psychology. Okay. So so I, I was trained. Um, I did a, a master's degree at uh, Central Michigan University, and I, uh, I got interested in memory, sort of from the first day. Um, my advisor kind of said, here's your lab, and Gave me this space, and I—I I actually had to thought, "What do I need a lab for?" <laughs> um, but uh, within a week or two, I was collecting data from human participants, and I just fell in love with it. And so I did that for two years, and then I went down to the University of Georgia, and um, I did that times ten to get a to get a PhD. And that was um, that was a, a, a defining place in, in where I was going because uh, I'd really been thinking I was going to go to a big research institution. That's what I was trained to do. And about halfway through my time there, I started teaching and I really liked it. And I really enjoyed meeting the students and sort of helping them to, to, to learn about things that they probably didn't have much interest in when you think about it. Um, and then a job came open here. So I, I promised my wife that we would move north because uh, we were down in Athens, Georgia. and um, Not a I, terrible
0: I, place, by the way.
1: I like Athens. Oh, it was it was great. It was great. It was hot.
0: <laughs> Very uh, yeah, hot. In the summertime, it can um, be a little hot.
1: But uh, I said, we'll move north, and um, York was on the list of northern <laughs> schools, and I came here in 97, August of 97, and I've been here ever
0: since. And obviously, you taught for most of the time, and you still do teach a little bit.
1: Um, I... I this year I'm not teaching. This is the first year in about 25 years that I've not taught anybody. Does that feel um, weird? Uh it was weird in September, right? When the cal you know your your biological right. clock turns and you start thinking, you know, do I do my students have assignments? I don't have any students Syllabus, this semester. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so um that was a little weird, but um I got used to it. The the teaching now is it's always teaching, right? You're on a college campus right. where People are learning things, and that's that's what I love about a college campus. Is you're you're being paid to learn things. Um, so I've my my role is different, but I'm still learning. Uh, I still feel like I'm teaching people things, uh, just different than sitting in a classroom doing it that way.
0: We are talking with Josh Landau, who is the associate provost for student success here at York College. And now let's talk about define student ex- success and what does a provost do related to that.
1: Well, um, my goal is really a lot of troubleshooting to figure out better ways to help students to, um, to retain students so that they're, um, they're here, right? It's, that's obviously an issue. And to help them move towards graduating in four years. I mean, that is, uh, that, that is something that I feel obligated to do. Um, college is expensive. Everybody knows that. You know, we're, we're, we're priced really well, but it's still... Um, uh, a big um, uh, financial responsibility for students so I, I like to think of my job as, um finding where the barriers are and then trying to find a way to help students get over them and that doesn't always rest just on the students that sometimes rests with the faculty so they may be um, scheduling classes in a way that makes it really difficult for students or um, there may be something in the curriculum that students are taking at the same time as something else that's tripping them up. So I feel like it's my responsibility to share information with the faculty. I, I'm not in a position to tell faculty what to do. I, I can't say, Jeff, this is how you should teach your course. <laughs> um, but, but I can say, here's some data that we have about your Mass Comm class, and here's what students are experiencing on the out, on, with outcomes from that can we think about another way to do something? Um, but it's not a, uh, it, it's not a um, directive. It's sharing information and teaching people about aspects of their course that they may not be thinking about. So that's, it's, it's troubleshooting, it's troubleshooting. Um, the biggest thing that we've done to help us with some of that troubleshooting is we invested in some software. Um, it's called Starfish, but we don't call it that. We call it the Spartan Success Network. And this is really a tool to help all of the relevant people on campus who are, who, who have a, a responsibility, a relationship with a student, it's to help give them the right information at the right time so that they can help a student who might be struggling with something. So the system has um, lots of great features that are all very student friendly and um, I think mostly intuitive uh, although we are working with faculty to train them, and once we have all the faculty trained, it'll be much easier for us to train all of the students. Right now, it's sort of a a, a, a not-so-well-kept secret. Um, lots of people know about it, right. but they don't know all of the uses. So we've trained, I think, 50, 60 faculty and staff, and we're getting ready to train, I think, another 70 or 80 And what we're hoping that they're going to do is they'll share the message with their students. And then the big roll rollout will come in fall when we have trained everybody who comes into contact with um, with students.
0: The one thing that I and and I'm was one of the first group that trained. uh, Thank you for that. (laughs) One of the things that I found that was great was that there was a direct link between the faculty and the students much more. And. You know, we've gotten to this point in our lives where computers are everything. So it created emails. It created these flags. It created these kudos. And some of those things are very helpful because I think that they 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 get everybody's attention. I noticed. Is that was that one of the things that you felt needed to happen? That was part of it. Um, what what
1: we find with um, student success is lots of people know lots of things, but if they don't run into each other in the hallway, or think to send an email, or to stop to make a phone call, um, that information doesn't get shared. So this is sort of a a centralized place where all of the relevant information about a student can go so that we could help a student, or pat a student on the back. Uh, So we have found that in terms of engagement, and, and that's really important, that the students feel engaged in the campus, the faculty, the advisors, the coaches, um, student advisors—they all play a role in this system, and sharing that information is important because it lets the student know that there there are ways to solve things. The things—the the, the most frustrating thing that I run into is a student who says to us at the after it's too late. I didn't know you had that service. Mm. Um, I didn't know I could go to the tutoring center. I didn't know, uh, the, the academic support center. I didn't know I could go to the writing center. I didn't realize that um, I, I, have a, um, I had accommodations for extended test-taking time, time-taking tests. I didn't know how to do that. So I always feel like a little bit of, a, of an evangelical that I go around, we have all these great resources, take advantage of them. This is a way to connect students to those resources, and they get messages on their phones. And I think that's where students are living. And so let's meet them there rather than hoping for some chance meeting in the the hallway. If you have an advisee that's struggling or has questions, this is a way to connect with them uh, electronically, 24-7, that sort of setup.
0: This is sort of taking to the next level some of the services that are already here. Yeah. How how so?
1: Well, if you think about... um, You know, One of the services that we offer here is um, we have an excellent writing center, for instance. What we can do now for our students is we can give them a referral to the writing center. And what that does is it lets the writing center know Joe Smith is going to be looking for you. We've talked to him. We've had a conversation. And Joe Smith is going to be looking for you. The writing center can then sort of if they choose, we're not pushing the offices to do this yet, they can reach out to the student and say, hey, Joe Smith, we've got openings all day long. The other thing that I really want to make clear is, yes, we're taking advantage of, of, of the technology, but it's the people here at the college that make things happen. So you could have the best computerized system with all the greatest flags and warnings, but if you don't have people on the other side of those flags and warnings that can help, what's the point? So we've got people um, in our office, we share some responsibility with Residence Life, where if a student is in trouble, a flag goes up. And lots of people, you know, that gets their attention. And they say, okay, what can we do? How can we reach out to this student? What can we do to help them to bring them back on board? Um, that, that really is the key of this system. It's, it's the people. But Previously, the people didn't have the right information. So so I've I've been taking to this idea that it's it's giving people the right data at the right time. And if you do that, you'll have better outcomes than if we just hope that a student will come around to us.
0: All right. Now, what should students and faculty be expecting, say, in the next six months?
1: Next six months, we're going to roll the system out um, for everybody starting in the fall. So it may be the case that right now you are in one of our early adopter courses or your advisor is an early adopter. So we've asked the faculty who are the early adopters to reach out to the students to be proactive and say, here's what the SSN is all about. Here's how I'm going to use it. When you see a flag or a kudo, this is what it means. Um, But in the future, it's gonna be campus wide. So it won't be a secret. Everybody that comes onto campus will see and be part of the the SSN, and we've even included uh, our graduate students, which not everybody does. A lot of people focus solely on the undergraduates, but in our view, um, student success doesn't stop at the undergraduate level. If there are graduate students that are struggling, Um, we want to identify them. You tend not to have as high a number of students at the graduate level struggling, simply because these people have made a very different kind of commitment. Right. Uh, but it, it does happen, so it's nice for the faculty that are, that are teaching those students to know those
0: sorts of things. Associate Provost for Student Success, Josh Landau. Thank you very much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for joining us for WVYC's Perspectives. The program airs Mondays and Fridays at 10 a.m. This public affairs program is also available as a podcast at wvyc.podbean.com. Jeffrey Schiffman serves as the executive producer of Perspectives. We hope you join us again for another in-depth look at the York College community.